0: Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, 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 Hare Hare, Hare Krishna. We welcome you to the official podcast channel of Iskon BIKANER, The Soul Purpose. Today we will be discussing the introduction of Bhagavad Gita as it is part 1, the first 14 pages. Oh my gnana te mirandhasya gyananjana shalakaya chakshorun militam yena tasmay shri guruve namah shri chaitanya manobhishtam sthapitam yena bhutale svayam rupa kadamayam dadatishva padantikam I was born in the darkest ignorance and my spiritual master opened my eyes with the torch of knowledge I offer my respectful obeisances unto Him. When will Srila Rupa Goswami Prabhupada, who has established within this material world the mission to fulfill the desire of Lord Chaitanya, give me shelter under His lotus feet? वन्दे हम श्री गुरु श्री युता पदकमलं श्री गुरुं वैष्णवामश्च श्री रूपं सागरजातम सहगन रघुनाथान्वितं तं सजीवं साधवेतं सावधूतं परिजन सहितं कृष्ण देवं। श्री राधा कृष्ण पादं सहगन ललिता श्री विशाखां I offer my respectful obeisances unto the lotus feet of my spiritual master and unto the feet of all Vaishnavas. I offer my respectful obeisances unto the lotus feet of Srila Rupa Goswami along with his elder brother Sanatan Goswami as well as Raghunatha Dasa and Raghunatha Bhatta, Gopala Bhatta and Srila Jiva Goswami. I offer my respectful obeisances to Lord Krishna Chaitanya and Lord Nityananda along with Advait Acharya, Sri Shrivas and other associates. I offer my respectful obeisances to Srimati Radharani and Sri Krishna along with their associates Sri Lalita and Vishaka. Hey Krishna Karuna Sindhu Dina Bandhu Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namostute O oh my dear Krishna, you are the friend of the distressed and the source of creation. You are the master of the gopis and the lover of Radharani. I offer my respectful obeisances unto you. Tapta kanchana gorangi Radhavrindavaneshvari Vishibhanu Sute Devi Pranamami Hari Priyang. I offer my respects to Radharani, whose bodily complexion is like molten gold and who is the queen of Vrindavan. You are the daughter of King Vrishbhanu and you are very dear to Lord Krishna. One chagalpata rupya scha kripasindhuba I offer my respectful obeisances unto all the Vaishnava devotees of the Lord. They can fulfill the desires of everyone, just like desire trees, and they are full of compassion for the fallen souls. Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda, Gadadhara, I offer my obeisances to Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda. Shri Advait, Gadadhar, Shrivas, and all others in the line of devotion. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Bhagavad Gita is also known as Gita Upanishad. It is the essence of Vedic knowledge and one of the most important Upanishads in Vedic literature. Of course, there are many commentaries in English on the Bhagavad Gita and one may question the necessity for another one. This present edition can be explained in the following way. Recently, an American lady asked me to recommend an English translation to Bhagavad Gita. Of course, in America, there are so many editions of Bhagavad Gita available in English. But as far as I have seen, not only in America but also in India, None of them can be strictly said to be authoritative because in almost every one of them, the commentator has expressed his own opinions without touching the spirit of Bhagavad Gita as it is. The spirit of Bhagavad Gita is mentioned in Bhagavad Gita itself. It is just like this. If we want to take a particular medicine, then we have to follow the directions written on the label. We cannot take the medicine according to our own whim or the direction of a friend. It must be taken according to the directions on the label or the directions given by a physician. Similarly, Bhagavad Gita should be taken or accepted as it is directed by the speaker himself. The speaker of Bhagavad Gita is Lord Shri Krishna. He is mentioned on every page of Bhagavad Gita as the supreme personality of God Bhagwan. Of course, the, uh, the word Bhagwan sometimes refers to any powerful person or any powerful demigod. And certainly here Bhagwan designates Lord Shri Krishna as a great personality. But at the same time we should know that Lord Shri Krishna is the supreme personality of Godhead as is confirmed by all great Acharyas, spiritual masters like Shankaracharya, Ramanujacharya, Madhavacharya, Nimbarka Swami, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and many other authorities of Vedic knowledge in India. The Lord Himself also establishes Himself as the Supreme Personality of Godhead in the Bhagavad Gita. And He is accepted as such in the Brahma Samhita and all the Puranas. Especially the Srimad Bhagavatam, known as the Bhagavata Puranam. Krishnas Bhagavan Therefore, we should take Bhagavad Gita as it is directed by the Personality of Godhead Himself. In the 4th chapter of the Bhagavad Gita, 4.1 to 4.3, the Lord says... Imam vivasvate yogam, proktavan aham avyayam, vivasvan manave manur ikshava bravita. Ivam param para praptam, imam raja rasho vidhu, sakala mahata, yogo nashtaha parantapan. Yoga Puratana Me here the Lord informs Arjuna that this system of yoga, the Bhagavad Gita, was first spoken to the sun god and the sun god explained it to Manu. The Manu explained it to Ikshavaku. And in that way, by disciplic succession, one speaker after another, this yoga system has been coming down. But in the course of time, it has become lost. Consequently, the Lord has to speak it again, this time to Arjuna on the battlefield of Kurukshetra. He tells Arjuna that he is relating this supreme secret to him because Arjuna is his devotee and his friend. The purport of this is that Bhagavad Gita is a treatise which is especially meant for the devotee of the Lord. There are three classes of Transcendentalists, namely the Jnani, the Yogi and the Bhakti or the Impersonist, the Meditator and the Devotee. Here the Lord clearly tells Arjuna that he is making him the first receiver of a new parampara, disciplic succession, because the old succession was broken. It was the Lord's wish, therefore, to establish another parampara in the same line of thought that was coming down from the sun god to others. And it was his wish that his teaching be distributed anew by Arjuna. He wanted Arjuna to become the authority in understanding the Bhagavad Gita. So, we see that Bhagavad Gita is instructed to Arjuna, especially because Arjuna was a devotee of the Lord, a direct student of Krishna and his intimate friend. Therefore, Bhagavad Gita is best understood by a person who has qualities similar to Arjuna's. That is to say, he must be a devotee in a direct relationship with the Lord. As soon as one becomes a devotee of the Lord, he also has a direct relationship with the Lord. That is a very elaborate subject matter. But briefly, it can be stated that a devotee is in a relationship with the Supreme Personality of Godhead in one of five different ways. First, one may be a devotee in a passive state. Second, one may be a devotee in an active state. Third, one may be a devotee as a friend. Fourth, one may be a devotee as a parent. Fifth, one may be a devotee as a conjugal lover. Arjuna was in relationship with the Lord as a friend. Of course, there is a gulf of difference between this friendship and the friendship found in the material world. This is transcendental friendship which cannot be had by everyone. Of course, everyone has a particular relationship with the Lord and that relationship is evoked by the perfection of devotional service. But in the present status of our life, not only have we forgotten the Supreme Lord, but we have forgotten our eternal relationship with the Lord. Every living being out of the many, many billions and trillions of living beings has a particular relationship with the Lord eternally. That is called Swarupa. By the process of devotional service, one can revive that Swarupa and that stage is called Swarupa Siddhi. Perfection of one's constitutional position so arjuna was a devotee and he was in touch with the supreme lord in friendship how arjuna accepted this bhagavad gita should be noted his manner of acceptance is given in the 10th chapter 10.12 to 10.14 arjuna vacha param brahma param dhama, pavitram paramam purusham shashvatam divyam adi devam ajam vibhum Arjuna सर्वे said you are the supreme personality of Godhead, the ultimate abode, the purest, the absolute truth. You are the eternal, transcendental, original person, the unborn, the greatest. All the great sages such as Narada, Ashita, Devla, and Vyasa confirm that this truth about you. And now you, yourself, are declaring it to me. O oh Krishna, I totally accept as truth all that you have told me. Neither the demigods nor the demons, O oh Lord, can understand your personality. After hearing Bhagavad Gita from the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Arjuna accepted Krishna as Param Brahma, the supreme, the supreme Brahman. Every living being is Brahman, but the Supreme Living Being or the Supreme Personality of Godhead is the Supreme Brahman. Param Dhamma means that he is the supreme rest of of everything. Pavitram means that he is pure, unattained by material contamination. Purusham means that he is the supreme enjoyer shashvatam eternal divyam transcendental adidevam the original supreme personality of Godhead, ajam the unborn and vibhum the greatest now one may think that because krishna was the friend of arjuna arjuna was telling him all this by way of flattery but arjuna just to drive out this kind of doubt from the minds of the readers of bhagavad gita substantiates these Praises in the next verse when he says that Krishna is accepted as the supreme personality of God not only by himself but by authorities like Narada, Ashit, Devla and Vyasadeva. These are great personalities who distribute the Vedic knowledge as it is accepted by all Acharyas. Therefore, Arjuna tells Krishna that he accepts whatever he says to be completely perfect. Sarvam etad ritam mani I accept everything you say to be true. Arjuna also says that the personality of the Lord is very difficult to understand and that he cannot be known even by the great demigods. This means that the Lord cannot even be known by personalities greater than human beings. So how can a human being understand Lord Krishna without becoming his devotee? Therefore, Bhagavad Gita should be taken up in a spirit of devotion. One should not think that he is equal to Krishna, nor should he think that Krishna is an ordinary person or even a very great personality. Lord Shri Krishna is the Supreme Personality of Godhead. So according to the statements of Bhagavad Gita or the statements of Arjuna, the person who is trying to understand the Bhagavad Gita, we should at least theoretically accept Shri Krishna as the Supreme Personality of Godhead. And with that submissive spirit, we can understand the Bhagavad Gita. Unless one reads the Bhagavad Gita in a submissive spirit, it is very difficult to understand Bhagavad Gita because it is a great mystery. Just what is the Bhagavad Gita? The purpose of Bhagavad Gita is to deliver mankind from the designs of material nature. Every man is in difficulty in so many ways. As Arjuna also was in difficulty in having to fight the battle of Kurukshetra, Arjuna surrendered unto Shri Krishna and consequently this Bhagavad Gita was spoken. Not only Arjuna, but every one of us is full of anxieties because of this material existence. Our very existence is in the atmosphere of non-existence. Actually, we are not meant to be threatened by non-existence. Our existence is eternal. But somehow or other, we are put into Asat. Asat refers to that which does not exist. Asat refers to that which does not exist. Out of so many human beings who are suffering, there are few who are actually inquiring about their position as to what they are, why they are put into this awkward position and so on. Unless one is awakened to this position of questioning his suffering, unless he realizes that he doesn't want suffering but rather wants to make a solution to all suffering, then one is not to be considered a perfect human being. Humanity begins when this sort of inquiry is awakened in one's mind. In the Brahma Sutra, this inquiry is called Brahma Jigyasa. Athato Brahma Jigyasa. Every activity of the human being is to be considered a failure unless he inquires about the nature of the Absolute. Therefore, those who begin to question why they are suffering or why they came from and where they shall go after death are proper students for understanding Bhagavad Gita. The sincere student should also have a firm respect for the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Such a student was Arjuna. Lord Krishna descends specifically to re-establish the real purpose of life when man forgets that purpose. Even then, out of many, many human beings who awaken, there are maybe one who actually enters the spirit of understanding his position and for him this Bhagavad Gita is spoken. Actually, we are all swallowed by the tigress of Nisans, but the Lord is very merciful upon living entities, especially human beings. To this end, he spoke the Bhagavad Gita, making his friend Arjuna his student. Being an associate of Lord Krishna, Arjuna was above all ignorance. But Arjuna was put into ignorance on the battlefield of Kurukshetra just to question Lord Krishna about the problems of life so that the Lord could explain them for the benefit of future generations of human beings and chalk out the plan of life. The man could act accordingly and perfect the mission of human life. The subject of the Bhagavad Gita entails the comprehension of five basic truths. First of all, the science of God is explained and Then, the constitutional position of the living entities, Jivas. There is Ishvara, which means the controller, and there are Jivas, the living entities, which are controlled. If a living entity says that he is controlled, but that he is free, then he is insane. The living being is controlled in every respect, at least in his conditioned life. So, in the Bhagavad Gita, the subject matter deals with the Ishvara, the supreme controller, and the Jivas, the controlled living entities. Prakriti, material nature, and Time, the duration of existence of the whole universe or the manifestation of material nature and karma, activity, are also discussed. The cosmic manifestation is full of different activities. All living entities are engaged in different activities. From Bhagavad Gita, we must learn what God is, what the living entities are, what prakriti is, what the cosmic manifestation is, how it is controlled by time and what the activities of the living entities are. Out of these five basic subject matters in Bhagavad Gita, it is established that the Supreme Godhead or Krishna or Brahman or the Supreme Controller or Paramatma, you may use whatever name you like, is the greatest of all. The living beings are in quality like the Supreme Controller. For instance, the Lord has control over the universal affairs of material nature, as will be explained in the later chapters of Bhagavad Gita. Material nature is not independent. She is acting under the directions of the Supreme Lord. As Lord Krishna says, Maya Prakriti Suyate charam." This material nature is working under my direction. When we see wonderful things happening in the cosmic nature, we should know that behind this cosmic manifestation, there is a controller. Nothing could be manifested without being controlled. It is childish not to consider the controller. For instance, a child may think that an automobile is quite wonderful to be able to run without a horse or other animal pulling it. But a sane man knows the nature of the automobile's engineering arrangement. He always knows that behind the machinery there is a man, a driver. Similarly, the supreme lord is the driver under whose direction everything is working. Now the jivas or the living entities have been accepted by the Lord as we will note in the latter chapters as his parts and passes a particle of gold is also gold a drop of water from the ocean is also salty and similarly we the living entities being part and parcel of the supreme personality the supreme controller ishvara or bhagwan Lord sri Krishna have all the qualities of Supreme Lord in minute quantity because we are minute ishvaras subordinate ishvaras We are trying to control nature as as presently we are trying to control space or planets. And this tendency to control is there because it is in Krishna. But although we have a tendency to lord it over material nature, we should know that we are not the supreme controller. This is explained in Bhagavad Gita. What is material nature? This is also explained in the Gita. As inferior prakriti, inferior nature. The living entity is explained as the supreme prakriti. Superior Prakriti Prakriti is always under control, whether inferior or superior. Prakriti is female and she is controlled by the Lord just as the activities of a wife are controlled by the husband. Prakriti is always subordinate, predominated by the Lord who is the predominator. The living entities and material nature are both predominated, controlled by the Supreme Lord. According to the Gita, the living entities, all the parts and parcels of the Supreme Lord are to be considered Prakriti. This is clearly mentioned in the 7th chapter of Bhagavad Gita. This material nature is my inferior Prakriti, but beyond this is another Prakriti, Jiva Bhutam, the living entities. Material nature itself is constituted by three qualities, the mode of goodness, the mode of passion and the mode of ignorance. Above these modes, there is eternal time. And by a combination of these modes of nature and under the control and, pur- and purview of internal time, there are activities which are called Karma. These activities are being carried out from time immemorial and we are suffering or enjoying the fruits of our activities. For instance, suppose I am a businessman and I have worked very hard with intelligence and have amassed a great bank balance. Then I am an enjoyer. But then see, I have lost all my money in business. Then I am a sufferer. Similarly, in every field of life, we enjoy the results of our work or we suffer the results. This is called Karma. Ishvara, the Supreme Lord, Jiva, the Living Entity, Prakriti, Nature, Kala, Eternal Time and Karma, Activity are all explained in the Bhagavad Gita. Out of these five, the Lord, the Living Entities, Material Nature and Time are eternal. The manifestation of Prakriti may be temporary but it is not false. Some philosophers say that the manifestation of material nature is false. But according to the philosophy of Bhagavad Gita, or according to the philosophy of the Vaishnavas, this is not so. The manifestation of the world is not accepted as false. It is accepted as real, but temporary. It is likened into a cloud which moves across the sky, or the coming of the rainy season, which nourishes grains. As soon as the the rainy season is over, and as soon as the cloud goes away, all the crops which were nourished by the rain... Dryer. Similarly, this material manifestation takes place at certain intervals, stays for a while and then disappears. Such are the workings of Prakriti. But this cycle is working eternally. Therefore, Prakriti is eternal. It is not false. The Lord refers to this as My Prakriti. This material nature is the separated energy of the Supreme Lord and the similarly the living entities are also the energy of the Supreme Lord. Although they are not separated but eternally related. So the Lord, the living entity, material nature and time are all interrelated and are all eternal. However, the other item karma is not eternal. The effects of karma may be very old indeed. We are suffering or enjoying the results of our activities from time immemorial. But we can change the results of our karma or our activity and this change depends on the perfection of our knowledge. We are, we are engaged in various activities. Undoubtedly, we do not know what sort of activities we should adopt to gain relief from the actions and reactions of all these activities. But this is also explained in the Bhagavad Gita. Hare Krishna! To listen the second part of introduction of Bhagavad Gita as it is, follow the sole purpose now. Jai Prabhupada! Jaya Jaya Pad. Patita Pavan Shrila Prabhupad We post a podcast every day. Hare Krishna!